0: You're listening to Real Talk with Regions Bank. In this special podcast, recorded in association with the United Way of Greater Atlanta before a live audience, Heather Ketlin of WSB TV continues the panel discussion with four young leaders from the Atlanta business community who discuss making moves while giving back, featuring their advice for living a boss life personally, professionally, and philanthropically. In part two, we'll hear how our panelists deal with their many financial responsibilities, including saving money and how they overcome the hurdles they've had on their way to the top of their professions. Brianna Holmes is the CEO and founder of Millennials of Atlanta. Joey Womack is CEO and founder of Goody Nation. Labria Lee Holt is the outreach and engagement director at APAC and founder of Sweet Roots. And Gwen Cole is the branch manager of the Parkside West branch of Regions Bank. Now, let's hear from Atlanta's young leaders at this Real Talk with Regions live event.
1: It's really an interesting thing trying to juggle our responsibilities that we have, paying off school loans, trying to support ourselves and our families. It changes with kids. I know it did with myself. So talk to me, um, you know, you working at a bank, talk to me about First Being able to trust somebody with my money, because I think as a young person, I didn't have, I don't still have that much, but like (laughs) when I go to the bank, I want to make sure I can trust uh, my banker. So talk to me a little bit about the the trust relationship.
2: Sure. So here's the thing. When you're shopping for a doctor, when you're shopping for a car, you're not going to go to the first place and go, okay, well, this is where I go. To the doctor this is the place that I'm going to buy the car because it's the first car that I see you're going to look around so it's it's important to have multiple resources but the biggest thing that I can tell you around trust when it comes to your banker is are you having a conversation are they talking to you or are you talking to them are they asking you questions are you having you know discourse with one another are they getting to know your needs your wants your goals If you can get to that point where you can feel like you have that rapport, then you know that you are with a banker that has your best interests in mind. There's a wealth of resources and tools that you can find online, um, including if you go to regions.com, insights tab, there's really great articles and calculators and videos that you can watch that will help you to create that budget.
1: So, when it comes to nonprofits and asking your friends and family for money, how do you guys approach that the first time? And then when it comes to the second time and third time, do you approach them more more than one time?
3: Yes. I think you have to learn how to be confident in asking for things. Mm -hmm. And when it's money, you have to become confident in what you're selling. So when I look at the organizations that I'm a part of or hearing about ovarian cancer, I'm asking people to join in on an opportunity. I'm not asking for your money. I'm asking you to support a cause and giving you the opportunity to do so. And I think that has worked in some instances. And then I think what I also do when I go back to people is I try to connect them to whatever the cause is. I do recall a point where I was afraid to ask people for things and especially afraid to ask for money. And I think... As we're growing, and I'm sure all of us have experienced this, lots of you have, we have to start talking about money Mm -hmm. to get better at it. (laughs) And and if you want someone to support something you're doing, you have to talk about money so that they know where their money's going, what impact it will have, um, and that normally seems to help.
1: I would love for each of you to tell me about the biggest hurdle you've had to overcome while giving back to the community and juggling your job and juggling your family and how you overcame it. So we'll go ahead and start with you, Joey. Literally going broke because I felt bad around uh, having the opportunity to bring in money while doing good. I was actually digging into what my company already did. So I was literally sacrificing like $80,000 so that it would go to my university. Um, And it took me, literally having like going in the red for it to go through my head. Like, you know it's okay. As long as you solve a problem for this organization, it's okay to make money.
4: I don't know how to delegate at all. Um, It literally took two of my close friends sitting me down behind this wall, actually telling me, you need to delegate because I spent all of my time organizing at least one event every month begging, not begging, no, begging people for money so that they could host, like, so I could afford to host the events. The first couple of our events, I was paying the tab when people weren't, and making sure that we have a safety net so people who walk out on their tabs, like, we still pay Mm -hmm. people because that happens. Pay your bills, people, please. Um, Someone has to get it. So having to learn how to delegate was my issue, and literally just sitting down and saying, it's okay to tell people what to do. My friends have been some of the most supportive people on my adventures, especially Millennials of Atlanta. They are always there. They're always participating.
3: I think my biggest hurdle, though, is that I've been trained to be risk-averse. So what I've struggled with the most is actually a positive thing in one room when you're looking at practicing law and in business. It can be a curse when you're talking about entrepreneurship and impact. Um, so there was an opportunity for me to do exactly what I had been talking about was needed for the community and in, in the perfect area. Um, but I had to get you know, a lot of advice and have a lot of talks with myself quietly. I had a lot of prayer time. I sought out to several of my advisors to really figure out how do I get out of my own head to start doing and walking in the direction that I knew I needed to walk in.
2: So I think the biggest thing for me would be work life balance. You know, you have to set those boundaries like we were talking about earlier of knowing, you know, what's important to you but also where you're going to draw the line. So I'm fortunate enough to work for a company that not only supports but encourages my involvement in the community uh, during work hours. Uh, there's oftentimes like tonight when I'm here, you know, when it's not work hours, but this was important to me and I'm here. I it's a priority and so Uh, My husband's here to support me, and so, like I said, you just have to balance it out.
0: Certainly, management poses plenty of challenges, and to become an outstanding leader, you need to be ready to conquer any challenge that comes your way. Leveraging smart advice, tools, and resources, like those we learned about in today's discussion, are great ways to set yourself up for success. Helping you achieve your goals is something Regions Bank understands. Regions Next Step is a financial education program offering advice, tools, and guidance to help you accomplish your goals at every stage of your life. No matter your goals, Regions will help you with each step you want to take. And that concludes part two of a special two-part podcast recorded live in Atlanta and presented by Real Talk with Regions Bank in association with the United Way of Greater Atlanta. If you missed part one, Check it out to learn how our panelists follow their passions, deal with time management, and find mentors to help them on their way to success. Thank you for listening. Copyright 2018 Regents Bank Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Views presented are those of the individual speakers at a live event and may not be suitable for your individual situation.